Lately I've been feeling things change We've been working hard, no sleep, get it every day And I swear that we ain't stopping till we pay Yeah, the pressure on, gotta make it work Triple play, yeah This is Triple Play Fantasy Basketball. Back again, week 16 on the mic. Coach James Lewis on the other end. Doc Mendelson, fresh wearing. Wait, can I peep that jersey real quick? It's a really Hachimura Wizards jersey. And the funny thing is those that are looking on the YouTube video, I still have the tag on it. I don't think I ever wore it, and now this jersey is worthless. Yeah, it was worthless before, but now it's definitely not worth a penny. I've been on the other end of the Rui uh, discussion here. Doc's a fan. Me, not so much. Although you I'm a, think you're a Wizards fan. I, I thought that you would support your own, James. No, I just I do support my own. I just prefer other players over him. Um, and it's sad when you spend, you know, an eighth overall pick and you don't get anything in return. And then you give up on him and give him up for a couple seconds and Kendrick Nunn. Mm-hmm. The Rui Hachimura Wizards experiment did not go well. And then last year, coming in at training camp, he's a no-show. We don't un- – undisclosed reasons why he's not there. It's just been disappointing, um, that whole run. And, of course, the Wizards fumble the bag every time we have a lottery pick. We don't draft well outside of Bradley Beal and no-brainer John Wall. It's starting to be time to fire Tommy Shepard. He just got – he just got the job. It's been like three years. Uh, well, you know, this is the second time he's he's dealt with the Lakers, and the, the first trade worked out, um, getting some assets for Westbrook. We'll see. Oh, we'll see what happens. I mean, but, yeah, they got to start hitting on picks. That's the point blank period. Is they've gotta, You have to draft well um, to reap success in the NBA. Here we are, uh, week 16. Let's take a look at the schedule. We're going to talk about pickups, maybe some people to drop. Um, and we'll bicker back and forth about, you know, players that I like and players that Doc dislikes. Three teams with two. Actually, it's only two. It's the Jazz and the Celtics. 12 teams with three, 16 with four. So Danny Ainge is somehow behind that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what uh, the Jazz do. Um, they, they'll look to sell. Let's see, you know, what kind of draft capital they – Continue to rack up. Uh, Kelly Olenek just came back. Uh, you got people like Clarson that everybody wants. Uh, yeah, Beasley. There's a lot of there's a lot of pieces that could help um, contending teams. Um, and we're going to talk about a little trade deadline um, later today. Uh, Monday, Tuesday streamers. You might want to give Rui Hachimura a look. Um, and it's two games since joining the Lakers. He started off with 12 and when he had like six yesterday, playing a little bit over half the game um, as he looks to find a role alongside Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Um, So Monday, Tuesday, you could pick somebody up. Uh, Maybe Dennis Schroeder is out there if he is. You know, even even Thomas Bryan, if you give him two days and then, you know, break ties with him, his fantasy value is – pretty much dropping off the cliff and Hachimura was playing a little bit well there in Washington right before the trade. Um, he's not going to get you assists because he doesn't pass the ball. Um, he doesn't calculate defensive stats. Uh, he doesn't really shoot too many threes or make any, and he doesn't rebound well. 
You're such uh, so- a hater. <laughs> You're such a hater. I can't believe He's the number one ad, and here you are just poo-pooing on him to start. 40, 40 yeah, 26% um of fantasy owners are rolling the dice. Uh, and 41% of owners are dumb. Stay away from Rui. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. The Lakers traded for him. They're going to give him the minutes. They're going to sign him to an extension. He's going to get the usage. I, I mean, I'm with you. He doesn't pass the ball. He's averaging one assist on the season. But, I mean, he'll give you some other uh, more points league guy. Yeah, what other stuff? Just just points, all right? Um, and me being a LeBron James fan, like, I, you know, I'm looking forward to, like, maybe this turning the page, maybe, you know, um, playing alongside LeBron James and unleashes the Rui Hachimura that we all wanted. So, you know, I'm still, even though I'm trashing him, I'm hopeful that, you know, things change around. Pickup candidates this week, I've always been big on Cole Anthony since even before he was drafted. Uh, as I love soon as he game. came out the womb, James said, yeah. I'm a Cole Anthony fan. Oh, well, I've been following because, well, of course, Greg Anthony is pop. Any former player's son, you know, I always try to follow and you know he had a he had a classic run in in high school and um he looks like he's pairing um well around that unit whether it's in the starting lineup whether it's off the bench cole anthony seems to have a role um and he's been playing well uh recently uh chris duarte is finally becoming fantasy relevant uh seth curry's getting some more usage now that uh you know, KD's out. Dylan Wright is just swiping everything he sees um, in his 24 minutes a game. And then Jericho Sims, question mark. We're watching him. Um, so we're going to start with Cole Anthony. In the last week, 16.5 points, five boards, four assists, almost two threes. Um, Chicago, he had 21, six, and six. This is the last two games. And then 19, seven, and four three-pointers. Let's go. Cole Anthony. James, you know I love a guard that gets more rebounds than assists. Cole Anthony, 4.6 rebounds on the season, 4.2 assists. He's always Man. rebounded the ball at a high level for his He always size. has. And yep. now I, I do want to say he's not going to give you the threes at the clip that he has, but he has seven in the last two games. And before that, he had three in his previous eight. So don't expect that to continue. But especially for categories league, I mean, the, the thing is, we don't know what the Magic are going to do at the deadline. They have such a plethora of guards. You know, his fantasy value could go up if they move someone. Um, I, they wouldn't move Jalen Suggs. He's actually probably the, the biggest candidate to get moved out of all of them. Yeah, I, you just can't you can't trade a top five pick in, you know, one year of play. I mean, he is the odd man out uh, right now in the rotation. Um he doesn't really touch the ball on offense when he's out there. He plays pretty good defense, but he can't. He hasn't been able to find his way shooting the three. Uh, Fultz has really taken the position over. I don't see them dealing him either. I don't see you know people wanting to touch that. Yeah, Anyways, they just signed Fultz to an extension. They're not. Yeah. If anything, uh, Terrence Ross is probably you know maybe on the move or uh, Gary Harris. Those are two guys that I think that you know we could see if if. If anybody's getting moved, it's them. But yeah, Jalen Suggs. Um, it's it's a, been a rough uh, start to his NBA career, and we'll see what happens. Uh, so Chris Duarte is now the the Pacers guard that is uh, reaping the benefits of Halliburton being out. And last week, fifteen points, five boards, nearly five assists. So um, 
we noticed that coming out of Oregon that he he does play make a little bit when he does get some usage um, and then nearly three th- three steals in categories league. He's somebody that I would um, pick up for the week when only 28 percent rostered around the league. He is shooting a bad percentage. I mean, shooters shoot. He shot two of 11 versus the Bulls on the 24th. I mean, he did shoot seven out of 11 last game versus the Bucks. James, we got to talk about his six steal game, though. That's that's a Herb Jones performance right yeah, there. That is. Uh, it helps when you get to play uh, Orlando. But, Chris, yeah, Chris Duarte, I, right now, I don't, I don't care about field goal percentage, really. I'll, I'll punt that if I can get everything else. If I can you, get, you know what's funny? More, yeah, I feel like I feel like with Halliburton out and nobody on Indiana passes the ball to each other. Like Benedict Matherin is a gunner, Duarte is a gunner. They're bad um, without without Halliburton. I think they're like Buddy Heels a gunner. Like Halliburton is the glue that holds everybody together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's why I think he should be um, an All Star. Here we go, Seth Curry uh, in the last week, nineteen points a game. Hitting over three threes. That's what you are looking for. He hit seven against Philly in a revenge game. He had 32. Um, and he is getting some of that usage without KD. Um, what a spectacular performance by Kyrie taking over against the Knicks last night. But shout out Seth Curry. Um, if you're comparing him between him and Joe, um, go, I'm going with Seth, Joe, but Joe is you know starting to play um pretty well. He's somebody you should watch nearly threes, threes a game. Um, and no. with these guys getting back healthy, uh, Brooklyn is super dangerous when it comes to playoff times. I, I'm going to strong disagree on Joe Harris. Like, this is the second time you've I didn't say him pick up. him up. Did you – were you listening to me? But, yeah, no, but yeah. You, made a, you made a graphic for him. So I'm, yeah. I'm more visual learner than an audio guy, James. Joe Harris, you're just living and dying with him getting you threes. Doesn't rebound much, doesn't pass much. He averages 0.5 assists more than Rui. Doesn't give you much on the stocks and like, come on, come on, James. There's a reason he's 11% rostered. Uh, we'll move on. Digress. I'll pass on uh, regular <laughs> Joe Harris. Uh, DeLon Wright. So he's playing half of the game for Washington. Something to watch now that Kendrick Nunn is in there too. There's just a lot of, there's a lot of like pretty like, oh, like, okay. Average point guards, uh, Monte Morris, like, but like a bunch of backup point guards. <laughs> and so you don't know um, what's going to kind of play out with the minutes, but it seems like he's um, certified a role off the bench coming in and being a defensive anchor. And that's why you would pick him up in categories league is for um, those swipes. He gets you some assists, some rebounds, um, but uh, he definitely deserved to get a Mitch. Uh, he's had at least two steals in nine of the last 10 games. So that, I mean, that's production. That is crazy. James, you I don't know if you watched the Wizards Mavs game. He wanted at the end with a steal. He's, he's I know so, he's I valuable. Mean, I mean, look, he is he's up and rising through the ranks to be in the steals core. We're we're getting kind of crowded in this in this arena. Um <laughs> no, nah, but he I, definitely I, belongs. I mean, and hey, we gotta talk about I mean, he's not giving you a lot of points. But the percentage is there, shooting 44%, 3 of 7 the last game, 2 of 6, 4 of 7, 5 of 5. Like, he's not killing you in that category either. He is giving you some rebounds. He's giving you some assists as well. Like, I just hope the Wizards give him more minutes. Definitely a guy to watch because Bradley Beal has not been healthy this year. Um, Jericho Sims. So speaking of not being healthy, on Bradley Beal not being healthy, I mean, that's per the norm. And if he doesn't play or – Porzingis, which has surprisingly been pretty healthy all year, 
Um, if they don't play, they're a bad team. But if they do play, they, you know, they're trying to get into the playing tournament. I think that if they do play, that they will get in. Um, so that over-under number for the Wizards is, is interesting. But we were talking about injuries. Uh, Mitchell Robinson being out. Um, Hartenstein not really playing much. Right now, uh, Jericho Sims is getting some of those minutes and the high flyer um, former uh, Texas Longhorn. Tell me what you like about him, Doc. Well, as we've talked about, Mitchell Robinson cannot stay healthy. And Hartenstein hasn't been getting the minutes that he had at the beginning of the season. And when you just watch Jericho Sims, he has bounced him. He has a spring in his step. And he's great for the rebounds. 10 the last game against the Nets. 14 the game before that. And it's because he's finally getting the minutes now. Now he's not giving you a lot of points. But James, he's made his last 12 field goals. Actually, no, wait. He's made his last 16 field goals. So like he's he doesn't only do anything but dunk. He doesn't like yeah, shoot. Exactly. Shot. Exactly. He knows his strengths and weaknesses. He made his last 12 dunks. He's, he's made his last 12 dunks. Okay. That's that's a good field goal percentage. You're the pessimist. I'm the optimist as we've as we've established. But yeah, I mean, look, the Knicks are gonna want to try and continue to win. Um, I think he fits well in the lineup because he doesn't take a lot of shots on a team that everybody likes to shoot the ball. So, and you know, when Tibbs likes a guy, he likes a guy. If I'm getting somebody for nine rebounds, um, give me Kavon Looney. So I'm passing on Jericho for now. A uh, uh, friendly bet that Jericho Sims gets more rebounds than Kavon Looney in the next week or the next three or four games, however you want to sample it out. All right. I'm with it. Give me, um, right. give me Looney for the week. All um, right. Told you so pickups. I mean, they're recurring names and people that we've talked about. Um, but I haven't talked more about someone like Daniel Gafford than almost anyone else other than Jeremy Sohan in this show. But Pat Connaughton, uh, Gafford, DiVincenzo, uh, Burks, and Dorian Finney-Smith, the condom. We'll first talk about Pat Connaughton, who's rebounding the crap out of the ball. What the hell? 12 points on nearly eight, eight boards, three threes, and he shoots a lot of them, um, giving you a steal right now in categories league. Um, there's, there's better options. Yes. But you know, he's safe for me. Um, in the last two games against Denver, he had 19 points, 12 boards, hit five threes. And against Indiana, he had 14 points, eight boards and hit four threes with three steals. I think he solidified himself in the lineup. Chris Middleton has been back and he's played three games in a row. It's interesting that they haven't given him back-to-back days or maintenance, but he's only playing 15 minutes. I think Connaughton has solidified himself in the lineup. I think when you see like, Grayson Allen is the guy that takes the hit. But also Bobby Portis is out with the PCL sprain. So Milwaukee's not afraid to play small. And I think, like I said, Connaughton is somebody that is going to get the minutes. Yeah, shout out White Pat. Um, Daniel Gaff, uh, last two games, nine total blocks. He had 21 and 12 against the Pels. And nine and eight and four blocks against Houston. I roll. roll. Three, Three blocks a game is something to I roll at, right? I mean, he's performing well. Like, uh, all right, James, you can only choose one to be a stan of. Daniel Gafford or Jeremy Sohan, who are you picking? That's not fair. They're all you know, they're I, both I, Team Lewis right now. I, I put uh, – I made a, ba- a bet on Jeremy Sohan first basket yesterday for you. I was really hoping it hit. And the man just didn't want the ball. Like, they, were, they swung it to him. And he's like, nah, I'm just going to camp out in the corner and do nothing like I normally do. Okay, so he's not involved in the offense when the DHOs like 
they put the ball in his hands because he can pass it well. Okay, see, so he just hangs out in the corner now. Yeah, I will. Nah, least you don't watch the least, San Antonio games if you're gonna at least for the Sohan first two just minutes, hangs out, in the, out in the corner. Here we are talking about Jeremy Sohan, and there's not even a graphic for him. God, I should I should just have it on deck. Loaded. He lives rent free in my head. Jeez. All but right. no, no, but I mean, I, look, I got to give the flowers to Gaffer. 21 and 12, it's nothing to sneeze at. As much as I love this uh, Steels guy, he's a blocks guy. Nine in the last two games. That can help win you the week. Yeah, 74% field goal percentage on the season. But although, you know, all he does is dunk the ball as well. Um, Dante DiVincenzo um, should get some looks in a 12-team cat leagues. He's found a bona fide role even with Seth Curry back. Um, and he can play make a little bit. He can get some steals sometimes, and he's um, hitting threes. So 11 assists against Toronto in the last game, and, and prior to that he had eight with four steals against Portland. So um, there are worse people out there, and only 22% of owners have him, so he's widely available. Yeah, once again, somebody that's not afraid to just do whatever role is asked of him, whether it's playmaking, whether it's just playing defense, whether it's rebounding, shooting the ball. I mean – Warriors, they're going to need the healthy bodies. Like, you know, James, we've talked about they're a playoff team, and I wouldn't be surprised if more down the stretch they play him, kind of get their veterans some fresh legs for the postseason run. Yep. And uh, we all, I thought that this was a good sign in the offseason. He's looking for a longer term contract, and he's not getting paid too much, but he's, he definitely fits that system quite well in Golden State, being a high IQ guy. Um, someone else that's 22% rostered, Alec Burks, Mr. Uh, point Guard, Shooting Guard, Small Forward, eligible last two games, 41 total points um, and nine threes. So uh, he's not bad. Points, <laughs> that's, not, that's all I got. Only. Sound the alarm. Points, leagues only. <laughs> Streamer. I'm not mad Get at no it. No blocks. So – uh, moving on, Dory Finney-Smith, 30% roster. He just came back a couple weeks ago, and he's already playing super heavy minutes. We know how he's like a top 10 guy in minutes per game. Uh, last week, averaging 12 points, 7.5 rebounds. It's similar to Pat Connaughton's stats um, with a steal and 2.5 threes. So I shout out to Dory Finney-Smith, who has just evolved his three-point um, percentage, and that you know shows hard work because – they used to leave him butt booty naked in the corner, and now he's making teams pay. Gosh, roll the tape from a couple weeks ago where I brought him up, and you're like, why do you like Dorian Finney-Smith, Doc? He doesn't do much of anything. Um, I mean, I don't have him in my league, and he's available. So, But that's why you're I'll just not leave in the it playoffs there. right now. That's, yeah, uh, that's because you that, is not that is not true. Like, at most fantasy basketball uh, players play in multiple leagues, and so yes, I am. I am in the playoffs, and the playoffs hasn't finalized yet. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is about to come back. Anthony Davis already in the fold, so you know, watch out. I hope I get you in the first round. And I can get you out for the third straight year. No, that wouldn't that wouldn't happen because I have a <laughs> uh, weekend streamers back to back Saturday, Sunday. These teams also play on Thursday. Uh, the Pelicans, the Nuggets, and the Knicks. So maybe you have quickly for three out of four games to end the week. But these players on these teams could win you something. You know, you think about Larry Nance Jr. Trey um, Murphy. Uh, Trey Murphy, who's probably not available. Um, Jose Alvarado. 
Yep, yeah, that's a good stream. Uh, maybe even Jericho Sims for rebounds. Yeah, you never know. All right, yeah, well, maybe, maybe 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 look at some Bruce Brown if he's available for uh, Nuggets. Yeah, absolutely. I got him a couple. He's category I, stud. You know, we used to joke around and say that we could stream DeAndre Jordan for rebounds and blocks, but they don't even give him that anymore. Oh, no, no, he's he's tough to play these days. He's a locker room guy though, and he got paid. Yeah. You know, KD and Kyrie made sure he got paid. So uh, that's all we have here this week. Trade deadline um, coming around the corner. So uh, I think week 17 and 18 is going to be real exciting because that, with the trades, um, offers opportunities and um, people in new places sometimes, th those type of moves can help you win your fantasy league. Uh, for Doc, I'm Coach. Till next time, see ya. Lately I've been feeling things change We've been working hard, no sleep, get it every day And I swear that we ain't stopping till we pay Yeah, the pressure on, gotta make it work, triple play